Welcome to Designing Hollywood. And today I have a wonderful, beautiful costume designer with me, Jenny Egan. And we're going to hear all of how she started. It's pretty amazing, her whole background. She started as a PA and worked her way into, now she's a full-fledged costume designer with her own following and came up with the, a wonderful costume designer who I know very well and hired to do an independent film that I was producing. And I found her to be similar to me. That's what I liked. She uh, gave me boards of what the story was and showed me how she would do this and, oh, this little jacket. for the. It was spot on. So that was a great relationship, and she did a great job for my little film, and Timothy Hutton loves her. She had worked with him before. That's how, that's how she came through Timothy on my little film. Anyway, I went to see your film, your last, well, one of your n newer yeah. Knives Out. Offerings, yeah. right, yeah. Knives yeah. Out. <laughs> and I was blown away because when I looked at your work, I'm saying I would have done exactly what you did. Wow, I would I have done that. it myself. And I admire that because I, you know, there's a lot of people think, oh, you know, she's like a little off the wall, but hey, you know, maybe it'll work for the character. Uh, so they tolerate a lot of things. But when I saw that, I related so heavily to every character, every single character that you visually gave us. Was, it helped the story. It really showed the character who they were. Yeah. I loved it. Well, thank I, you so much. And oh, thanks please. for having me here. I mean, that's just a, for you to say that is a real honor. And, oh, you know, sweet. of course, people telling me this, but, you know, a lot of us, we learned a lot from you, and we grew up with the movies that you did and inspired us to do what we do. And, you know, it's, you know, it's really um, just a pleasure to be here and talk. You know, sometimes we don't, as costume designers, we always don't have an opportunity to discuss the work with we one another. We don't even know each other. Exactly. It's like we see exactly. our names and we get familiar because we've seen the name a couple of times. I mean, look at the work you've done. No, that's No, neat. it's such character. That's the most important thing to me is to grab that character. Absolutely. I mean, you could dress anybody in a shirt and pants and whatever and throw them out into the scene. Sure. Fine. But... There's a character-driven aspect of how you work. And I, because I work that way, and it took a long time. It took years to refine. Oh, it's still, it's still working with me every single time, every project that comes up. So You great. know, you spend the time. And then, you know, sometimes you don't know who that actor is when you step in and you have that script and you're breaking it down. But then once the, they cast, it might change that character completely, 100%. So you, but you have to be you know, broad in your original That's kind of true. desire. And who's yeah. the character? And yeah. having those discussions with your director and your production designer, the entire team, and then bringing that together once you get cast and then working in, you know, that fitting room. It's yeah. not always, yeah. you could have racks of clothes and maybe it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, maybe you didn't hit it. But something like Knives Out was, there was such a, a so experienced professional characters. cast, but they all knew that character. And the director, Ryan Johnson, who's a wonderful guy, just it was all on the page. He wrote the film. He directed the film, and everything That's rare. was there. And, That's rare, right? But he knew yeah. who those character was characters were. But at the same time, he allowed me 
to bring my creativity to it and then work together and communicate what that is. And then with the actors, it became a very, you know, tight-knit relationship that was very I, fast. It, it was fast. It, you know, yeah, as, but as they you know what? It, it's so depicted. I mean, every single character yeah. had their own little thing. Whatever that little, it could have been the littlest thing, but it was a thing, and they had it. And I, I relate to that because I'm always, sometimes the hardest part is when you get a, a, an actor who is so wrong for the character that they're, you know, and not, not cutting it. But you have to work with that and help them. You still have to create that character that's yeah. on the page and what you know what the director is hoping for. Yeah. You know, in the end, because it, they yeah, because they hired the character, right? <laughs> and Knives Out was a little bit different for me in the sense that I tend to do films. I think, or most of my films on my resume tend to be a little bit more grounded in reality, a little bit grittier. So this was the first time I really did something, not the first time, but really a lot you know color for sure and is, and but it's picture, also a little yeah. bit like putting something for Chris Evans like there was a scarf it's like pushing it just a little bit further than I normally would mm. I usually simplify a lot more you know look in the mirror take something away it's too much but for that character or many of those characters in that film it was you wanted to push it a little bit and give it a little bit more life and eccentricity I mean there's a wealthy family and they're also narcissistic and self-involved. Yes, I know. I so it comes that. across the screen that way. And giving those added pieces that mm -hmm. were just a little too big or a little too bold, kind of push those it over. Worked. And it's the colors, totally, too. Yeah, Thank the you. colors. And, well, the colors brought your eyes to it. And then when you saw what it was, it was great. Yeah. You know? But it was like, you know, in each one of those characters, like many things I do, you find something like a through line. You know, we could talk Jamie Lee Curtis, her wonderful, bright, you know, one palette, I mean, one color on all the time, the turquoise, the pink, the, the maroon, everything was like tone on tone, one color, but that was her. And I think with an ensemble cast like this that's so big, you have to be careful about how, you know, you distinguish between each person. Not that these people aren't indistinguishable, but it's the audience wants to follow them and know that character. So immediately giving them something that they can, you know, kind of hold on to and carrying it through helps you sort of tell that story all the way through. And then it, you, you settle in and you get comfortable. And so it doesn't become too distracting. But there are little tips or little oh, it's jewelry or this yeah. that adds yeah. on, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the working of it, the whole, you know, the slyness, the, yeah. the you know, they were so, ugh. But, you know, those actors are wonderful and incredible. And again, like I said, that script was amazing. So what I've they I've never seen to, Don Johnson in anything, really. This was the first time. Oh, you saw Miami Vice back in the day? Uh, once in a while, because <laughs> yeah. I was so yeah. busy working, right. you know, yeah. in those days. And I, then he had his show Nash, Nash Bridges for a while. I, didn't, he did. I, I think I might have caught that once. That's true. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, but, you know, he they're all so wonderful. You know, it's just a cast filled with, you know, you're nervous when you go into a cast like that yeah. because they have experience. And I sort of think a lot of times when somebody you know, that's big, like that's done so much. They come into the room and I just think they're thinking, oh, not this again, you know, to t do a fitting. Because I think the How most scary you... thing in the world is, could you imagine stepping into a room and having to take all your clothes off and change your clothes? And I and, couldn't, you know, and being, you feel like you're being judged. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And so it's, I'm amazed that they just go, they kind of step outside themselves and into the character and allow that how freedom. How did you do that? How did you work with your fittings and, and how you discovered this one was this color? 
and that was that color. Well, and it started, you know, I, the, the wonderful thing about most of the, the characters in this particular film, I got a chance to talk to them. But again, like I said, it was on the page. So, for instance, Tony Collette was the California, you know, kind of yoga, lifestyle, influencer kind of place. So you just start thinking, well, this is, it's L.A., so it's light, it's flowy, it's breezy, it's, you know, kind of... Mm-hmm softer tones because she's sort of soft that kind of attitude so you just started researching those things and it came it came to be a color palette and where Jamie Lee Curtis was bold and strong and the matriarch of the family and so it was like these bright colors and kind of just all together you know never anything out of place it was very monochrome yes but nothing was out of place you know and then with the men and Chris was you know the young guy that was you know, wanted the money from the family yeah. that didn't care and had the fancy car but didn't care about anything really. So the aging that went into... That's why his his sweater was Exactly. <laughs> the, the infamous because he sweater. he cared less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, but that was fun. And But, you know, each one of them were different. Some, you know, kind of let you have that freedom. They understand they're confident enough. Do you know how just... difficult it is to pull that off with all those characters? Yeah, well, you know when, you, you know when you're doing it. I think we've done it for quite some so time, but God. when you're... When you're in there and you're in crunch time, you know, I think everybody came about a week before we started shooting and it was all at once. I think I did to the two women in one in the weekend on a when Saturday. Did you actually uh, know the colors and broke things down before well, they all came? Yes. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, had, you know, she's so she's really inspiring and inspired in the character. And we talked quite a bit about what that was. Mm-hmm. And we would come up with different things. And she sent me pictures of a very dear friend of hers that was almost the embodiment of this character. And so wow. once I got I felt like we had those communications. It was sort of set out and see what I can bring. And so every change we put on her was just, it was like, boom, one, two, three. And so you finish. And I think the thing about that film is when you have, I had one or two fittings with everyone and you finish the whole thing. You know, you had jewelry here and there, but when you can finish the whole thing, you can lay it all out and plot it out and make a board. And if, you know, something happens, God forbid, knock on wood, yeah. you have to leave. Your team can carry through. It's and, Or the actors or the you director. Said it, you right, said it. The director yeah. can see what the film looks like, you know. And I think that gives them an opportunity to, you know, have a little bit more, you know, they're just a little bit more clear about what is coming to them. And I yeah. think that's respectful to the actors, to the director, to the whole team. Right. Or so the DP the can see what he's doing. Well, you had a team to dress. Let me tell you. Yeah. And that's a pretty, like. you know, you know characterizing through clothes an opportunity with to... a slew of family. Yeah. And they all have different personalities. And you brought it together. It's amazing. It, I loved know, it. It's, I you know, and I, I have such a wonderful team of people that you know I, that was out of town I luckily got to bring a few people with me that work with a lot and they're not only you know just part of my team they're, they're my dear dear friends way. yeah they're, on they're dear way. friends yeah. and so you have that support and that help and they understand that's you know like you mentioned earlier working with Mary for many years you you get to a place where there's it's like working with a director over a couple of times mm-hmm. or an actor you establish that relationship and you you know you can support them a little bit better because you know typically we're all going to kind of go a direction, you know, Mm -hmm. or you can bring other options because, oh, I know she won't like that or I know this isn't right in her mind. But it's also, 
when you have time with the script and you have a relationship, you can build those characters. And I think, you know, that's the one thing I'm, I'm proud of myself most about was assisting for so long. I know, you know, there were many times it was like, oh, I want to rush out and I want to do it. But yeah. continuing to stay and having those many years that I spent with, with really one person, my university mm-hmm. was Mary Zofries. I know right. she hates when I talk about it. But it really was. I, I learned as a PA. I didn't but know anything. You work similarly. Yeah. I mean, you must have had, you know, a wonderful well, that's what I learned, camaraderie. You know? in, yeah. But she was a wonderful teacher, you know, and, and she talked about, she talked the process through. She's patient. Yes. And you, but you listened and you picked up and you just work hard. I think people forget, you know. I, did, I was a PA on any given Sunday. I think the funniest thing was it was a supervisor and... You know, we would get in at 3.30 in the morning because there's so many background and so many oh, things. God, and then you would yeah. stay all day. But I was so excited. I couldn't. First of all, Any Given Sunday had the biggest cast I think I'd ever seen in my life. Al Pacino's there. I mean, the list is endless. And so every day I was just. Were you filling a stadium? Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of that, you know, they have those big crowds that come in and, you know, you have the cannon that shoots T-shirts out that you can win or somebody wins a car or, you know, those kinds of things. And so that was a time when you could have those big crowds before the sort of, you know, the what were they, the wood dolls they set in the, or the card would cut outs that they had yeah, or the yeah, blow up yeah, dolls. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you would have, Take you know, up. they'd move, you shift the crowd around the stadium depending on which way you shoot. But we, you know, that was kind of come as you are. But there were wives of the football players. There was cheerleaders. And so it was just, I didn't do any of that. I was getting lunches and, and you know, cleaning up and assisting. And the supervisor, Chob Levins, who was another incredible sort of you know, mentor to me that taught me so much. But anyway, so those those things, I'm I'm just proud of that. My university. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, Mary did. It was a hard film. A football team is really hard. I'm and sure several of them. I'm, and she. So I it did. was it was a good it was a good learning experience for sure to step back out and just wide eyed the whole time. I can't believe I'm here. And I love football. I grew up with a dad that was a football coach, oh. and so I was a cheerleader in high uh, school. So it was a real it was a big deal for me. And I was young, so, so that was ex- that was exciting. Yeah, sure. Have, yeah, the most exciting thing in my life. And Oliver, mm. what a trip. You know, and, and at those times, I didn't. I was I wasn't involved in any of that design decision. I wasn't involved in any of those kind of relationships. You don't get to see that when you're a yeah. You're really running a lot. You know, there's a lot of things that are going on. And but to stay late, and I would always try to support her. And do you need anything, you know? And be the last one there when she left, so that you're beautiful. That's a beautiful thing because I don't think I've ever worked with anyone that looked out for me that way. Well, but you know, that's when you learn. That's when you learn the good stuff. You know, when when you hear her talking and you see her putting her boards together pulling that research and that's when and you know we used to cut out she used to cut out all of the things and then lay them on the board and then I would paste them yeah so the images that you saw and you could see the character develop absolutely you were studying them yourself and of course I you know I still find it's a very valuable tool to use those boards even though we can do everything over technology we can do it all on the computer no it's the basic core absolutely um so you can put it up on the walls the The academy has all my boards we're doing a book that's uh, all you know the characters, the different films, and um, it's going to be like educational. Oh, Otherwise, I won't be able to to do it because I'd have for all the things I've pulled out from different things sure. to get the look sure. of the character that one magazine, another, a, a book, whatever. 
uh, you'd have to have uh, approval. Yeah. Signed. Yeah. Legal approval. Yeah. Some of those boards I did 20 years ago. Mm. Where am I going to go find anyone from the magazines? You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. But so that's why we're we're showing it as an educational uh, going to put the book together more for colleges and uh, art schools. And well, and really. also, you know, I, the, I think the character. One, right. And I think the one thing that's interesting is I think you need that that education. I, I wish, you know, in hindsight, it's 2020, but I wish that I might have gone to an art school. I went, you know, from Missouri, you know, Independence, Missouri. I went to University of Missouri. Poor thing. <laughs> I, well, I studied, you know, textiles. So I knew textiles really right. well, but I didn't have an art background. I didn't have a design background. So my university was really for this was on on, on, on the movies on the in the experience that's and how, not that that you know takes a, I mean I that's so I really miss having that sort of background of art and so it's it's taken a lot of time to sort of catch mm-hmm. up or maybe I approach things a little bit different because I don't necessarily I don't know have that how background. you got to what you did on the films that I've seen. Did you do boards? Of well, course, always. I love that you did that, but you know it's such. I I don't like when they call them mood boards mm. because what's the mood? What do you mean? <laughs> what what? That's for commercials or you know fantasy thinking out of the box, but we're in a box and we need to know these characters. Right. And it and gives you doing those boards gives you because you you bring up so much research and you know the old school printing it all out, but once you lay it out in front of you, you spend time putting that all together and then mm. you really it seeps in it's and true. so that allows space then for more creativity yeah. when maybe you don't feel like with you've got with the actor or the director isn't sort of connecting to all the dots or it's not the perfect fit you have more space well I've gone this way but I can reach a little bit deeper mm-hmm. and find a little bit more character or if they like it but they want more you know so I think doing those boards gives you Personally, also the creative space. Oh, and then everybody too. can see it. So your whole team becomes an important part of the design process. Yeah, we're all part I of think, it. You know, I think that's the most important thing. Now it has been in moving forward that yeah. everybody's a part of the team. Because we don't do this by ourselves. It's everybody true. knows that. So I want, you know, and it's important for me and the team of people that I work with that they are crucial in helping you know, yeah. together to get this done because yeah. every person matters. And I know when I was a PA, I didn't think I was doing anything, but now I recognize how important it I was, was at that a time. background. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. And and but understanding, I think that's why it's important to for me to have stayed in because it wasn't just about the design process; it's all of the other things that go. But with you it. also have camaraderie with your actors. You formed yeah. a very nice relationship. Yeah, yeah. But it's also yeah, and I think and you're direct. Well, some were actor directors. And, yeah. yeah, it's very important, I think, to understand you know. I agree. And where they're coming from, and you know, sometimes it's you know, depending on. I've worked with a, a, some people before where they come in with their ideas and very strict with them, and it's about communicating and understanding and giving that room and that it's space, true. you know, to try different things, and then what evolves out of that can be quite good. And then it's also a, a connection with an actor mm-hmm. where there's a safety between the two of you. There's a respect, a mutual respect, and everybody feels comfortable and safe where, you know, they can communicate. I'm not sure if this is right. Okay, well, let's let's work on that a little bit more. So, yeah. so you've had repeat actors where you've had relationships with yeah, the actor. Not too much, I but never there's had a couple that. Pieces. I, 
It's always with yeah. the producers oh. and yeah, the yeah. writers. And... Yeah, it's hard these days with so much content going on. Yeah. You know, there there's a great opportunity for a lot of us to have work, which is wonderful. Well, not right now at this moment, but, right. you know, but <laughs> but I think in general it's, you know, we, there's a lot going on. And I think it gives space a lot of creativity across the board. There's so much you're seeing now where I'm so inspired by everyone. And, uh-huh. and you know, it's like so many people before me that I studied or watched and now connected with and have relationships with that never thought would have happened. You That's know? amazing. No, it's yeah. interesting. I, I, I rarely... Uh, had a relationship with many of the actors I worked with because mm. the producers and directors were so damn strong that it was all about them, mm. basically. Yeah. And what they saw and how they felt. And I was a very strong... I did 17 films with one and wow. like 18 with another. Wow. Yeah. But that's a family, but, and that's the loyalty that builds yes, up. Yes, yes. But... Did you feel controlled? It's oh, they all they very they were all control freaks. Mm. Every single one mm. of them. That's why the directors, a lot of the directors they would hire, weren't you know seasoned, mm. super seasoned. Yeah, uh, had a great list of films that they've conquered, or yeah. you know, so they would pick. I think you know, looking back. During the time, I didn't think twice about any of this. But looking back and having to think about personalities and who I was connected to mm-hmm. for a lot of years and why, you know, it's so interesting yeah. how we, how we get caught up in the psychological aspect of making movies. Right. I mean, it's a whole deal. Well, I think the most important thing for me in terms of coming in, because I didn't come from a background of film. I didn't, like I said, I didn't know existed when I first moved to California. And I learned that very quickly. But I remind myself consistently, whether it's going into a fitting and meeting a new person or going into a meeting to meet a new director or producer, anything like that is just remain who you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I was, this is the person that I am. And I can't change for anybody, but I can be kind, which I always, that's the most important thing. And I can respect, Mm -hmm. you know, and give everybody this creative space. And together... Once you do that, I think it was, you know, one of the best films that I did was called Widows. And the director's his name is Steve McQueen, British. Oh. And he did a movie called 12 Years a Slave. Yes, of course. Yeah. Steve McQueen, and he's yeah. an artist as well. I yeah. mean, right now, I think he's got an exhibition at the Tate Modern and the Tate Britain. He's an incredible human being. And, oh, I like that poster. Yeah. And That's he is. And so the relationships that I made with the two women on that, uh, Elizabeth Debicki and Michelle Rodriguez, were unexpected because Steve was a very supportive, connective director. He wanted everybody to have that relationship, and he asked hard questions, and he put you in. But it was more about he's such an observer of the human behavior. And it makes him such a wonderful artist and director. That's amazing. But it, so I have wonderful relationships that were, you know, unexpected. But, you know, and, and Viola Davis is in that, which is, you know, I mean, oh, she's I love her. unbelievable. I love and so her. I was extremely nervous to work with, with her because she's her breadth of work and her talent. And yeah. But she's very professional. She's a total but she's so respectful of what everybody does and allowing us to have our communication and our space to create and she welcomes it you know mm-hmm. and she talks to you and i think that's what that film was it kind of gave this open space for everybody so when to you have... went to fit her mm-hmm. you you chose a look 
for what her background was in the film? Yeah, she was. So she played a um, a, a woman, a widow from um, her husband, played by Liam Neeson, was killed in a heist. He was, you know, not necessarily a perfect guy, but she knew what was going on. But she also was a big supporter of the teachers union, Mm -hmm. a lobbyist, I think, at one time. So she kind of you couldn't she was well dressed. You know, she had a lot of money. But it was respectful. So there was a point I remember Steve and I talking about, I think it was scripted, that she had a very expensive handbag, like a Birkin bag or something. And I had said to him, I said, I don't think that a woman that was a lobbyist for the teachers union would would disrespect the teachers that way. She's not going to carry that expensive of a handbag because she is on some level going to want to connect to her. So those little things that you think about. Yeah, I love the way you just created the character right there. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and so the director, but that director, Steve, I said, I don't think she should do that. But he was like, explain to me why he needed. So and and also I was an American. So coming from an American kind of visual of it, because he just is always a he's a Brit. Yeah. But he's absorbing this information all the time, which was inspiring for me, too, because he let you have tell me why. And then you would explain. He said, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure it made sense to you as well. Yeah. You know, this is like, hey, We figured this out. Yeah. So that, you know, those kind of, those, I have, I value the people that I've worked with so much and the relationships that I've been able to build and to continue on. Mm -hmm. You know, I did like the first big thing I think that was, I did Now You See Me, which was a fun, like a magic kind of Uh movie with Woody Harrelson and um, Dave Franco and, you know, some really fun characters. And it was really fun to have that relationship. And then I went right into True Detective. Oh, wow. Where I met a director I've worked with a few times named Kerry Fukunaga. Yeah. And he, you know, we did uh, True Detective, which was extremely difficult. But really? I got so, because it was a, my first sort of television escapade and into, it was HBO, who were wonderful to work for, I have to say. And they, you know, very supportive. And Carrie, you just, got, I got so dug so deep in the character mm-hmm. of that. And I had, you know, like seven rooms in our department. It was kind of broken up, but. Every single wall was filled, like ceiling to floor, and I'd spend nights like putting things up. The, so it came in, and you know, the director would come and sit there, and it would tell the story, and he you know, would of really absorb where you Absolutely. were coming from because you're in an intimate aspect of uh, filmmaking. Yeah. But it was important to me, you know, because they were. It was also Woody Harrelson again, who yeah. is an extraordinary actor. I've worked with him a couple times, and then Matthew McConaughey, and and they were so they worked so well together. But it was it was I was nervous. I was scared. Lots of characters, and a lot went on. And then I ended up going with Carrie. They're very again. active characters. Yes. Too. Yeah, yeah, and it was it spanned three different d- decades. You know, so there was time overlapped, and it was I'd never done anything like that. So it was you know you 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 lived, ate, breathed all of it. The, con- the whole time. It was really inspiring. And then that was, and then I went and did a, a film in Ghana, which with in Carrie, Ghana. which is called Beasts of No Nation. Oh, I love that movie. Mm, yeah. Oh my God. I'm yeah. in love with him. So that's a problem. Idris Elba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, and that was he's, he's sort of the challenge. One of those situations where you have people saying, why are you going to go to Ghana? And yeah. part of that for me was like, this is me challenging myself. I've never, At that point, I'd never gone out of the country for an entire film. I'd never been to Africa before. You know, I didn't know. What a great experience. Oh, it was the best experience of a lifetime. And, you know. Look at him. Yeah. I mean, Kerry wrote a wonderful script, and he was in it. I mean, he shot it. He directed it. He he did everything. And it was, you know, that was based on real life 
you know, um, child soldiers. I yeah. love them. I would wear yeah. that in a minute. All yeah, the, but all yeah. of those, so all of great. those little shirts, they're called little amulets on there. They all mean something. And this is based on an original, um, like a gr- group of child soldiers back in the nineties. Yeah. And, but you know, all of those pieces were made and I hand dyed them in the back of a house, you know, with, they had some strange acid. Who helped dye. you? How did you get a crew? Well, that, there was a local girl there that had gone to school in America and she had studied a little bit and she'd moved back and had her Look own. Look at the pool. texture. Yeah. I mean, everything, yeah, it's I, just incredible. That was, and you know, I, I, I won an Oscar, um, oh, sorry, a costume designers guild award for that. And I was, you rather deserved sho- it. I was rather shocked because I didn't I didn't think I expected not in my colleagues just in general for people to actually see the film and when they did I was so moved it was really such a but but it was, look what you did. Look at yeah, the hats it on, means these, so much. on these young yeah, guys. We sewed them all. We sewed those little amulets on everything. His, look at his, look we made the jewelry. And that's the thing. I found a group of people that lived wow. in Ghana, and they're artisans. I mean, they made that jewelry. They wrapped each one of those amulets. It was like cardboard wrapped in mm. yarn and, and everything. And they were my team. There was, you know, they'd never seen a film set before. They'd never gotten paid money like That's that before. That's incredible, right? Yeah, it was really such a, and, and still I talk to them this day, and all those boys, it became such How did a he, how was he? Oh, I mean, extraordinary. He's a, as we all know, he's extraordinarily handsome. But that's beside the point. He's <laughs> not my point. <laughs> but he is a talent beyond talent, and he was very engaged in this process, and and he was very much like these boys had never acted before. They didn't know what it was. Um, so, but all of their life experience came into each of these characters, and it became a, like a summer camp. And I the think film that, was amazing. Yeah, I'm sorry, it was really it's just exciting. amazing. Yeah, it was so. You know, it's one of the more um, pleasurable experiences. I mean, it was hard when we were there. I mean, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Uh, what I'm but, I'm sure. Look at the look. What you know? What came of it? I mean, I'm very I'm so pleased. Did you with make it. those little hats? Yeah, we made everything. Added scraps and yeah, we oh, you know there was it. there's wonderful you know they have wonderful what we call flea markets there and um, people are just lined up so you go to the short section and you get shorts and then you over dye and you tech you know you, yeah because you need doubles everything. or triples. Well, we didn't know we didn't have yeah. any. Everybody had one and it was that's ridiculous. I don't want to tell you what it smelled like, but it was not a uh. glorious thing. But these boys. <laughs> Loved it. I mean, they wanted every day to come and put that outfit on, and they—it was such a joy it to watch them grow up for them. that summer. It was, yeah. yeah, it was so. It was, it was what a, joy a great experience. How yeah. long were you there? We were there three and a half months. Yeah, he's such a he's such a, oh. and you know he's done really well. I think he was in one of the Spider Mans. I think he is in in the states now. He goes to school, but he's an extraordinary young boy. I mean, wonderful. Just the raw, real reality of them. But what I was saying about Idris is, you know, he had to, from what I understand and witnessed, it was more about he was the commandant. And so he needed to, he couldn't be their friend and he couldn't play soccer until the end because it was like he didn't want to form a connection to them. He needed to be that character all the time. So they respected him in the way that he was. He was actually a bad guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he ends up being, but he plays it well. I'm sure. Yeah. Of course. Just a lot of depth in that look character at, and all those. Yeah, look at him. I mean, yeah. you know, and the choices you made with him, the hat, the sunglasses, even to the to the glasses, to choosing. Oh, uh, yeah. Those glasses, kind of glasses were about $2. Wear. You know, when we, people, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, people don't know this. Yeah. You know, like when you need to fill the screen and help the character. Yeah. With uh, whatever position they're in at the time. Yeah. 
You pick up all those little things, right. and they mean so much. Yeah. It, it's, it's it's crazy. It's about going to, you know, and going to a new place. I went recently, I did a, a show um, called Catch-22, and that show I went to. I read to, the book. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. <laughs> it's a tough It's a tough thing to make. And um, we went to Italy, and it was a lot of World War II military, and I got so into the research and understanding and each piece, and I wanted it to be as realistic as possible and in as much because there's a lot of stuff still available still available in the world that's real and original and the wonderful thing was in Sardinia where we shot all the boys that were part of the military they're the size that men were during you know World War II here right. so because all the clothes are small yeah and so we got really lucky with original pieces and you know original hats it was so important because it really reads correctly and and we had all these um life vests and you know you know the the webbing that they call it and the stuff excuse me and they you know we had 22 of them i think and we just rotated them all the time How because did it was you so find important. everything when you're going to this country and you're yeah. just supposed to do well you know i'd be honest with you i went there i had a really wonderful um military advisor um sort of costumer as well yeah. and he just knows his stuff inside and out so we went to a lot of places went to costume houses there but when I got there, there was a lot that I didn't think I could find. So, you know, our saving grace here in, in America, Western costume, <laughs> did me a very big solid yes. and sent me, you know, 25 e-containers of original stuff that they have had for years and years. And, um, you know, Eddie and Kurt and everybody over there really helped in, you know, we would give them lists and he would collect it and they shipped it all to me. And it was, you know... It was really, I was so grateful for it's having so those great. relationships. Eddie is so talented. So I mean, talented. had he not started as a costumer, he probably wouldn't have all those, you know, he's got the savvy, and beside the savvy, he's yeah. got the knowledge and of... And respect. Yeah. He respects costume designers and oh, what God, they go through. Yeah. And, you know, having that support so with somebody lucky. like him. Absolutely. And all the costume houses, you know, they really support what we do. And I think having those relationships and being respectful, if you respect the clothes, mm -hmm. you know, I think that that's what's really important because, you know, these clothes, they last for a long time if we take care of them. And I understand. Yeah. Uh, you believe me. Yeah. When I, you know, I've done uh, quite a few action movies. To <laughs> it's fun. It's a lot. A lot. I mean, Die Hard, I had 17 uh, versions oh. of it getting distressed we had him hanging on the line and i had another line with the same for the stunt guy oh. with you know to match <laughs> for each and they never shoot it the scene in order never. so we were doing the end in the beginning and it was just crazy it's crazy so we had to be ready yeah and things like that situations you know it's not up to us yeah. but we got to supply it absolutely we have to do the right thing and yeah. But when we know, but when you know that character, when you create that character and you spend that time with it, then it leaves you a, more room to do that aging, which yeah. is, you know, for me, one of the most important things within the costume is giving it that life in and of the itself, real, but not yeah. taking away from that character. But it needs to feel lived in. Yeah. You know, most of us don't get to wear brand new clothes every day. No. You know, and, and we need to repeat and we need to have, Absolutely. you know, tell yeah. that story of, of real life. And that's why I, I say that I don't do a lot of... What I feel like is, you know, real and, and simple. Mm -hmm. Not simple, but, you know, 
realistic, I guess, in real yeah. life. Yeah. 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 It's important to yeah, you. Yeah, working, especially you've been in the boys club. That's mm-hmm. a big deal. You yeah. Know? Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's like you work hard and you... And but I, I I do feel really fortunate about the directors. I you know I've worked with George Clooney. I think George, three, you have a great relationship yeah, with him. Yeah, a couple commercials and three films at this point, and we just finished one in England. Um, How did you meet him? Well, he had worked. I, I don't know actually how it came to fruition that I ended up working with him, but he had done a few Coen Brother films where I assisted Mary. And I'd met him through there, but it wasn't we didn't have any relationship. Yeah. But I did a film in New Orleans called Our Brand is Crisis with a director named David Gordon Green. I know the name, but yes. I don't. Yeah. And he directed, and Grant Heslop and George produced. And Grant was on set. You know, he was a, a you know on set producer there the whole time. And we we became friendly and and communicated a lot. And then when. I came back to L.A. some time ago. He directs commercials sometimes with George, and he invited me to do the costumes. And George was in the commercial. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And so I did that. And then when the Suburbicon came up, they were looking for a costume designer. And he called and asked me to do it. And so I had that experience. It was an odd film. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I'll bet it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's another place where color and, you know, it was kind of you pushed – the boundary of the reality in, in, in the 50s there, but with the color and with it kind of sure. eccentricity. But it was fun because it was, you know, a little off wall. But I really, it, again, it was... And you had nudity. She was, uh, what is it, Julianne? Yeah. She, is she nude? Oh, my gosh, I don't remember. I don't... <laughs> yeah, didn't she go into the hot tub or something? She Mm-mm. had an incredible nude scene. Oh, God, no, I don't think I that was... was not like, that movie. What? <laughs> no. She's so beautiful. But she's so beautiful. And again, another wonderful actress that is mm-hmm. so respectful. We, 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 did, we did a camera test one day, and I was nervous because it was my first experience with George, and I really wanted this yellow dress, I think, and I'd made it, and... I said, well, you just put this dress on and go out there and tell him you want to see what it looks like on camera. You know, help me, help me. She walks out there. George, Jenny wants to see what this looks like on camera. And you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, he's such a um, he has such a good rapport with his actors, you know, being one for so long himself. And yeah. so he was he's respectful to that. And it ended up working. You know, I think sometimes not all directors and not everybody at every time, but sometimes yeah. it's really. And for us, too, it's hard to see until you get the hair and the makeup you know that's such a collaboration in and of itself it's let me tell you i've had a lot so of aggravation important. on certain films with hair and makeup because mainly hair because like in pretty woman she mm. was graduating to that gown mm. and so we little by little the hair had to go up mm. and for each outfit to display and her necklace and this and that and i had they just hated me. I, oh. I I just said, don't you understand? The, the it, it's it's organic. Mm. Think about this, mm. you know. And they hated me because <laughs> I had to have a hairdo with a different outfit. Are you kidding? It's part yeah. of it. And it was that was what's interesting. It was about apologies at the end. Sure, because they gave me a very very difficult time. I'm standing there having to explain myself to someone that shouldn't have even talked to me about that. Right. I think, you know, I think, I don't know about, I think what's hard in this, in this 
business a lot of times is we're all struggling to get through and, and express our own creativity. It's, it was very it took me a very long time to actually say that I was a creative person or a, somebody might say an artist. And you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, that doesn't, you, you know. You create characters. Yeah, but it doesn't compute with me. But so I think there's not a lot of space a lot of times for they, they give other people. Like we have to work together and give yeah. each other that yeah. respect and that space to collaborate and 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 not to say that that's not, but I think sometimes people are struggling to get the attention or to be, I've seen it in so many different mm-hmm. positions, mm-hmm. whether it be anybody on the floor, you know, uh, or in the sh- show that's working hard. And sometimes we don't get credit and it's frustrating. It is frustrating. It's frustrating. And it's de- it's depressing because, you know, there's so much of our job that builds that character. There's so and that much space. work that goes into one little character. Yeah. No, no one knows the inside of what it, they just watch how it turns out. And isn't that great? Yeah. You know? But um, it's difficult. It's really, a, you know, I had a fight getting into the boys club mm-hmm. because when I started, uh, they didn't want me on the show. Mm. And uh, the male, they were all male customers. They were mm. all doing, yeah. And it's like, I don't think you belong here. Mm. I And I'm new. I'm pretty new. And the producers pushed me on that show. And I just, I was so freaked out and so crying because the boys club. What the hell is the boys club? Mm. Chicks don't do testosterone. I'm mm. sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, but, but you want um, us to watch it. I won them over basically because oh, I come from a family of a lot of men. And <laughs> it's a you know it's a process, and I and I think the hard thing is is things have changed since then. Probably not as oh, much yeah. as we want them oh, to, yeah. and I think they're always evolving. And I think we have to support one another in that and keep pushing forward. Yeah. But I do think, you know, little by little. But in now, especially, the communications opened up. Well, and you can have that conversation. Clothing is a visual it's tool. Always, right. I mean, for character. Yeah. You yeah. know where they're going. You know where they're coming from. You know, oh, they came from the park. Filthy, dirty. Go change your clothes. You know, it's just, it speaks. Yeah. And that's what I love about doing it always. I know. I've always got and I think pleasure people think it's very that. simple. You know, yeah. they think what our job is very simple. Oh, we my know God. that. It's shopping. It's this, it's that. But there's a lot of... And spent in, in that room because there is a lot of s- stuff we're doing, not just, you know, going to the mall and shopping. They don't know that. The, alterations you know, they, they that you just, do. The, just the little thing, the aging that you do. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Why? And, you know, the sweater and knives out, back to that, it was like, why did you do this? And I, you know, you, you start to tell them about the character and why you do that. And it's, some people understand it, some people don't. It was but, just perfect yeah. to have it not so perfect because yeah. he's he so, so perfect. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just want to mess him up. Yeah. But yeah. He, he, you know, he's a really good actor. Oh, he's very good. Yeah, it's I didn't good. think it, uh, he was going to be. Yeah, sitting the interesting pretty well, boy, and you know, I think that's what's nice about directors who are open to giving actors uh, that space because I think you can see it in there sometimes, yeah. and it's working with them. But also, again, a great script, I, you know, and and you've been there. lucky with that, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. been. I'm really fortunate for the career that I've had. It's it's an exceptional, and I and I I feel. So lucky to have worked with people that really I feel respect costumes and respect the oh, work Mary that I do. Oh, Mary is a perfect uh, example oh, well. of really good people. She's a wonderful human being. You know, she's like family to me. And so, but spending those years, she has and, a baby now. Yeah, he's he's not a baby anymore. I think, gosh, is he? 
I want to say, is he eight or nine? What? Yeah. He's no longer. It's been that long? Yeah. He's a big. Since I saw her? Oh, my God. Yeah. She's, uh, you know, he's growing up quick. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Frank. Frank. Yeah. But um, she's constantly working. Always working. I mean, talented. Really talented. And really, you know, driven character. You know, the character driven and respects it. And, you know, each script to her is extremely important. And I think that's important about what we do. I think when we make a choice to do a job, for whatever reason, person you work with, creative, you know, creatively, yeah. we, you, you, you decide, and this is the job I'm doing. And you put it's 110% in every single time. And it's a new adventure. You don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know what you're going to experience. You don't know what you're going to learn. And so opening yourself up to that rather than being you know, put off by it or, or, or distracted by something else. If you give everything to it, it there's something that wins You just in the end. put that out nicely. It's yeah. so true. You win yeah. in the end every yeah. time. Because yeah. it, sometimes it, it's maybe it's not the film creatively that you anticipated it to be, but there's a deep friendship that came from it or there's yeah. something that comes out, which I think in life we move forward, that's what's important. Yeah. It really is. And I well, think moving forward in this you know, now what I've learned during this time being off is, you know, thinking about how I want to approach the next projects that I do, right. which is, you know, education and teaching somebody what I learned and having, you know, bringing people together and in. I mean, when I was a PA, the, somebody, Mary asking me to, she saw a pair of shoes and go to the mall to get, I mean, that was the biggest thing. Or, you know, asking about something yeah. and then having the space to say, Yes, I like that. Or, you know, just any question. Yeah. And so having that place is, like, so important. Because you feel you're part of, you know, it's very important. The camaraderie that to make a film is, uh, it takes. It takes a team. It takes a whole team. And every person on that team has such a vital place. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to be, you know, we, I know I do need to be better about just giving that space to them and, and lifting them up. No, it's true, but this pandemic has hurt us uh, and set us back mm-hmm. that way because we, we're we going to have to be apart working together yeah. but not together. Yeah. And uh, it, you I don't, don't recognize how much you actually have to think about, you know, not just the job, but now there's an added element of protecting yourself and the others. Of you know, course. oh my gosh, the mask yeah. is on and the gloves and the hand sanitizer. And, you know, there's a lot of work yeah. about every time you get out of the car at a mall or at a fabric store or any place. Yeah. It's going to be, and you have to slow down it's and take major. a deep breath. It's so, it's so much. Yeah. I, You know, it is so much. Yeah. Uh, people don't realize it's like uh, creating a whole family. Yeah. I mean, each time you yeah. go into a film, it's like, you know. Yeah. You got all the relatives, and then you got... You know. Yeah, well, and it's interesting, too, going to a foreign country. I When I went to Italy with George on Catch-22, I got to take my assistant, Jessica, who's been with me for a while, and a, a tremendous, you know, she just is so supportive and a wonderful friend as well. Got to take her with me, and she spoke Italian, which was so helpful. Of course and, it is. But yeah. you're meeting a whole new group of people that you've yeah. never met. You don't even speak the same language, but, you know, people speak English, of yeah. course, and so that's a it's a learning curve just as a person, a human yeah. being, because immediately you're supposed to be in it in the thick. And, oh, oh, you know, but you don't know anybody's skill set. You don't know what their moods are yeah. like. You don't know anything. And the same thing it's, happened when I went to England this last time. I didn't I didn't take anybody. Where did you work at? Uh, we were at um, Shepperton. Oh, OK. Yeah. I've never been to Shepperton. We, yeah. yeah. 
It's great, you know, but a wonderful group of people, so supportive. Yeah. But you just don't know what you're going into. Yeah. So it's scary. And if anybody and says you've it, been traveling a lot. Yeah, for years. Yeah, I feel like it's. I I did the high note last year, um, which was fortunately here in town. Oh um, wow! It just came out recently on Amazon, which was you know a fun and it was fun to work at home because it's. It's what we know, you and know. You're never here. You're never so. here, and it was like, oh gosh. And you remember all of the the relationships you have, or the the ease of working in Los Angeles, yeah. having all of the, the the people surrounding this business uh, that support it. So different now. I yeah. don't know. I'm praying that things go back to something, but yeah. What I mean, what? but if it's different, I think there's a positive way to embrace it. You know, I think that. You know, working on the creative spin at home, you know, a little bit more. I mean, and and, and that's what I kind of am hoping for, that there will be more time for you get actors. And there'll be more time where you get scripts. And maybe scripts will be finished and completed. And maybe everybody's willing to make decisions a little bit earlier so we have the space and time. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping for that. And And they'll use CGI for crowds. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) But, you know, and I think that's like I'm working with a lot of visual effects people that have become good friends. And they respect costumes, too. I mean, they don't just want to take over the job. And they need – they want the help. They want the texture. And so I do respect them to a certain extent. I I love the special effects, guys. I work with uh, Stan Winston on The Predator, you know. So talented. I like to think that I helped add those uh, grades. (laughs) Well, it's a collaboration, right? It's a teamwork. Well, he, you know, watching people like that and going into his studio was awesome. It was. And he was was really kind. Yeah. Really kind. I think it's, you know, but those people, you know, everybody in, in their positions inspire me. You know, I think, and we, I love working in this business. I really love it. You know, and I love the people that I meet and I love the new challenge. I do too. I agree with you, you know. 100%. But I, I think we also have to give more room to ourselves. And I know that sounds it silly, all, but. He, I know what you're saying, but it's hard. It's definitely hard. To, definitely. To hard. give ourselves that space, yeah. especially. I don't know, uh, with producers, directors, mm. these days, they're, they're less and less, uh, they have less talent because they have less of a roster mm. of their work. Mm-hmm. You know, and they haven't been into enough, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's like there's some directors out there, you know, that are coming up that are, it's inspiring because the, the the creativity behind them and you want to be a part of that. And what I found is like working sometimes with those directors are they appreciate so much your experience that you can bring. And I still try to stay open to it because I don't their creativity must be maybe bigger than mine. I have the history and I have the, you know, I, the knowledge yeah. that comes along with it. But sometimes, you know, you get to learn a new sort of way of thinking from their creativity aspect so i think yeah. it's a it's a win for both of us most of the time i did a little film called american animals with a lovely british director named bart layton and he came from uh documentaries oh and so but i mean i never you know he talks more about like being so impressed with the work that i did and so honored for me to come there it's like oh my gosh i want to work harder for you <laughs> you know but it's, it's nice the truth, when though, you work but, with a director yeah. that really respects costumes and the work that you've come behind with it and, and, and wants to be part of that team. Yes. It's so, it makes it much more enjoyable for everyone and it makes it so much more 
the film so much more exciting and more familiar. And well, I think that uh, I hate to say this, but I think that the younger directors that are coming up have a lot more uh, openness mm. and and want to bring you in, mm-hmm. and uh, they care more. Mm. Period, mm. and they feel a lot of them feel. What happened? I'm so lucky. How did I get here? You know, I love working with young these uh, new young people yeah. because of that, especially yeah. these directors. But uh, a lot of the directors I work with, you know, they were like old cronies. <laughs> Not, they weren't that old, but, you know, they were seasoned. Yeah. You know, and I was the one who was like, oh. You yeah. know, looking up to you, really. They Isn't it funny just, when that shift happens? I know. When it's like, oh, I'm not oh the youngest God. person anymore. <laughs> but I think it's, I constantly have to remind myself, I do love this. It's really exciting to me. And don't get into the the, the negative spin. Yes. Because it's, it's hard. It's easy to slip. You're tired. You have a great attitude. Well, and I'm sure. It's not always the greatest, but I try. Yeah. It's, but it, it has that, to be a conscious it's effort. It's all you have to do. Yeah. Just make that conscious effort. Absolutely. And, and it'll it'll work. Well, and now we've all had a little bit of rest. So yeah, we're coming back bit. at it with oh a little bit more. God. Guns ablazing, as they say. Where are you, are you finished with that project? Yeah, yeah. Finished right before I got home in late February. So, and when, you know, I usually, after I finish a job, I usually go into my own, you know, hibernation, if mm-hmm, you will, for mm-hmm. at least a couple of weeks. And then you climb out of that. You mm-hmm. kind of organize your life again. You look around saying, why do I own all this stuff? I haven't seen it for six months. <laughs> and, but, but then COVID hit just about two weeks after that where yeah. they shut everything down. So, you know, it's, it was nice to have works before that. You know, I felt very secure in that and mm-hmm, comfortable. Mm-hmm. But um, now you're getting antsy. You know, I'm getting the creative bug again. So, you know, trying to do things that I've never done before. I'm not an artist. I'm not a, you know, sketcher. Yeah. You I'm have not... an agent, don't you? I do. I do. Okay. Wonderful agent. And, you know, painting. I try. I'm not, you know, yeah. it's, I'm not going to say I can't do it, but I, I'm, it's not what I would like it to yeah. be. But I don't understand. So it's just fun to try those things. But it's, you know, there's a lot of fear behind that too. Uh-huh. Shockingly, you know, if you've never I'm done I'm a something. serious painter. I paint I that know. size that I I can't help myself. Oh, I have to paint large. That's great. I, I like it. Well, it's a lot of release. I mean, it's like anything. It's like yeah. exercise yeah. or whatever. It's nice to have a creative outlet other than work. It's you know, also nice to have a studio or some place that you could do it. Oh, I used to have a, <clears throat> a huge uh, garage with yeah. windows, and I used that as my studio. It was great. Yeah. But I don't have that anymore. It's very well, difficult. Yeah. Well, you'll make it work wherever it is. Yeah. We'll see. Well, you've got this now. This yeah. is wonderful. No, this yeah. is this is great. It's I'm, inspiring I'm to hear thrilled. people talk. Yeah. To yeah to get real and to find out how other people feel about everything. Yeah. You well, know? I think everybody does. We all do things. You know, across the board, it's all similar. You know what our job is. There's. There's things that are the similar, similar yeah. but there are different ways that people go about it. And that's what's inspiring, you know, how somebody else the sort way of they finds, approach. Sure, sure. A and, situation. Yeah. yeah. And, and to see people continuing on and keep building all of these wonderful, I mean, the shows that are coming out. It's exhausting trying to catch up. And, Unbelievable and, amount yeah. of work. Yeah. Where is this all coming from? And yeah. where are they making it all? Well, it's 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 inspiring the fact that that people are working and they're getting those creative outlets. That feels and, good. But but it's it's hard. You miss them. 
And, you know, somebody, it's just about talking about it. It's just about people saying, oh, I saw this great thing. Oh, gosh, I haven't seen that. Did you see, like, when you turn on Netflix and Mm -hmm. you see how many times you roll it over and see all these names and different (laughs) films? I never heard of that. Where'd that come from? Yeah. It's it's a beautiful thing because you say, like, look at how many people are working and brought this about. But by the same token... Wow, how do we keep up with exactly. this? Exactly. But yeah. I love when they choose they think they know what you like. It's like, oh <laughs> I must have watched something to trigger that one. That's there's a lot of true crime documentaries oh. on mine right now. I love oh, yeah. the true crime. Yeah. <laughs> I love documentaries. Crime. I just again I love the observation of real life. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what we do well, so much. That is probably what you bring to what you do because mm. I relate to that and I feel the same way. Mm. Not just because you feel that way, but I do. No, of course. I mean, the observation of people and the way they interact, it also very much dictates about the clothes and, you know, just the pieces you choose to put on the jewelry you might choose. You know, sometimes I think we do this for ourselves, but sometimes I think, who do I want to be today? What character for myself am I creating? Yeah. And it comes a lot in the work. Or do you find yourself, maybe you did, I'm certainly you did, because I know I watched your films wanting to wear those clothes constantly. Funny story, I have to say, on Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I think I told you this once, but on Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, Jennifer Grey had those uh, uh, wrestling shoes. Oh, I was desperate for those wrestling shoes. Dad, I have to have them. I have to have them. He's like, what do you want those for? This moving, Dad. And we, I couldn't find them anywhere. And actually, recently, I was like, I'd like to have those again. I ended up getting them. He did get them for me for my birthday. But that was like, you know, just it's those kind those of little small, thing, yeah. tiny things that yeah. inspire people and you don't think about it. Yeah. Sometimes we do it and it's like, oh, of course that's. But you don't really know what somebody yeah. or people are going to respond to. And I think that's why it's important to sort of think it through. The whole character from head to toe. Exactly. Mm. But also what we're up against is time. Mm. When we're doing a contemporary film, a film comes out, Mm -hmm. uh, what, a year, year. two later or two later? Yeah. The styles, if you're on the nose, you've already dated your look. Yeah. So you have to work with character. And that's why I used to make a lot of the clothing because... I didn't want it, you know, seen everywhere. Yeah. I thought, let's just do that. And it worked. It, it worked. Yeah. You have to, uh, yeah, because I'd hate, like, an, also, jewelry. It's a big mm. deal for me. Yeah. I don't like to use a lot of jewelry if I don't have to. Well, it, it depends on where it is. If, if it really defines the character, you know, I think it can well, be important. Well, with Pretty Woman, yeah. I paired her from being a mess, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Well done. To showing mm-hmm. how, well, her jewelry, lightening it up, showed how smart she was. Mm. That yeah. <clears throat> she wanted to fit in with this crowd, and just that, but that, but also that the beauty, and you could kind of see the beauty coming within. Yeah, you knew deep down that that she was a really, you know, a human that yeah. we could connect to. Yeah, and I think it just comes out. I mean, you saw it in the beginning, even because she's so charming. I know, and she's so great in that film. But the more you did it, it's the more of the, the real yeah. and the person that's just... I, I use the earrings seven changes. Yeah? Same ones, yeah. Well, where's yeah. she... I mean, because she, it wasn't about the, it wasn't about right. the jewelry. Yeah, where I was mean, she going to get it, it all? She was about, out buying earrings every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, so I went... I just, it was the first time I learned something from that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but it took... You know, I think it was like a brainstorm. You know? Yeah, we all have. Yeah, it's interesting. But and it's a good also, it's a good studied one. You know, I think character-wise, following that character, 
you know, when you talk about education, it's like if you watch that movie again and again, you can see the transition. The, yeah, of course. The growth. Yeah. And where she, how small she was. Absolutely. See, both of them. Yeah. They came, yeah. It was a great film. It's still a great film. Well, yeah, we didn't expect it to do anything. It was like this, oh, this little nothing film. It's not going to, you know, Disney. Uh, but you gonna... never expect it, right? And then no, it hits you over the head and you're thinking, it, wow. But had such an ordeal, just poor Julia, just getting her part back, you know. Yeah. She had to win it. Uh. Well, I think what's hard, too, is, you know, we're going in with the script and we go in with the characters that we build and we shoot that. Not yes. all, Never rarely ever again do you shoot an order so it's very difficult for us to sort of connect how what the director's always thinking or what that cut yeah. will be because and, and it could shift you know depending on what they get from the actor or you know everything could shift so it, it's always a surprise for me when I see a film it's like well that's not what I had anticipated or you forget so much yeah you forget you that's see that moment true too and, until yeah it's like it's the stages till mm. you get to Sometimes, yeah, it's 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 really interesting, but that's how we tell the story. Absolutely, like the fact that you'll use something seven times. Okay, this is very simple. It goes with everything. Yeah, take those hearings. You know, I'm just saying. Like we have to figure out things like that because if you took every scene and you packed it on, and it's hideous. It's just it. It besmirches the character. Well, do you think, you know, I think I was thinking about, you know, how we didn't talk about, about how important research is yes. to the discovery of those characters. And sometimes you could be doing, it could be a 1990s, you know, something, true, yeah. like True Detective. I was going all the way back to the 70s. I was going to, there was so many images that were so, not directly about, and I think that's what, it's interesting to think about character because it's not always what the clothes are. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. about the look in that boy's face mm-hmm. that's telling mm-hmm. you this is how I feel in my jeans or, you know, these, these, I wear but these high helping. tops. It's helping. Because, yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes it's not necessarily, and not just for your inspiration, the director's inspiration. Yes. It's almost a feeling of the character. It's not going to be that's those true. jeans, yeah. but the, the, the way that person holds themselves gives that confidence. And then I can, slip them in the clothes will then exude that character and you know actors look at the same thing so the research is not for us alone yeah. it's for the the community that we that we're it's, in oh and no it's true and, and <clears throat> once in a while you get someone green i'm not going to wear that what do you mean you're not going to wear that that's your character no it's not oh yeah. really yeah okay uh well what is your character you what tell is, me what you should be wearing. Right. And I think the hard part sometimes now, too, is the young people are, you know, with social media, it's almost a brand that you're trying to create or somebody's creating for them. And you just, I, I feel sad, you know, working with young girls sometimes where they say things and in the back of my mind. And I've said this before to someone and it's said, who made you feel that way? You know, what made you feel that that's what, you know, you're saying. And yeah. I think it's really yeah. hard. And, but it's important for us to protect those mm-hmm. and kind of walk them through that character and, and, and just feel, you know, like I like to go to set to establish a costume. They can see me. They go. They roll. They say, oh, is that everything okay? I feel comfortable. Yes. Or, that's important. You know, it's really it's very, important. The confidence uh, and that you helped them become yeah. that character. It's a follow-through from yeah. beginning <clears throat> to end. Closing it's so time. true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people don't realize what goes into making a film. Mm. I mean, you know, yes, we have many departments shooting it, lighting it, this. But the actual characterization Mm. of any film is so big. 
It's so much work. It's so much work. And you think about the costume department specifically, because like, that's what I am and that's what I can discuss, but we, we're involved with the prop department, the hair and makeup department, yeah. locations. <clears throat> it's not always about clothing. It may be about where do we set up shop? Do we have enough right. room? Usually, you know, your supervisors, yeah. you know, together, you're, you're, you know, they're working on a lot of those sort of details out. But, you know, having your supervisor around, because typically, you know, they have a lot of experience in this business and they've yeah. been, you know, in the business for a long time. And, and so from also from a design respect perspective yes. like they can help a lot support what you need and i think we you know when once you get chained behind a desk and it becomes about budget and money it, it's really difficult to get you know one of the most experienced people on your crew and they want to be involved in every aspect and so i think where i was going back is that the so many people that we are involved with directly i mean how many times have you gone to craft service or catering because oh i need ketchup to throw over the, the yeah. thing but it is a constant support team yes. and everybody the grips bring you you know c stand that you can hang the clothes on or electrics help you plug in for your hair dryer so, so you know i think it's really i think we we, do, we go it goes unrecognized the amount of collaboration between all departments to get that one thing every single day one scene to get it to work everybody has to work in unison it's so true and it's so important it's that's what works and plays well with others remember on the report card years ago yeah. you'd have that little <laughs> box yeah satisfactory, you know yeah. un you yeah. unsatisfactory yeah. Yeah. and so on I think my box that was checked was pleaser <laughs> definitely I'm no. a pleaser. Oh, yeah. I mean, because, you know, you want your work. It's not, you know, something I'm not, I'm not necessarily embarrassed well, about. Well, you it, want but people I, to like. Yeah, of you, course. Yeah. And yeah. it, you know, it bleeds into the work sometimes. Right. And that's why I'm always so nervous to start a new job. You know, the big picture is the hardest thing. When you oh. read a script and you step back and you get so nervous, how am I even going to begin? How do, where do I start? Uh -huh. Because you go big picture. Right. And then you have to narrow it down. You know, very small. You have to take that time for yourself and say, one by one, we're going to break this down and figure out each person. How we're going we to accomplish that. Yes. And then it gets yes. big. But it's so hard. That first reading, it's you're like, this is very, big. I can't very, do this. very hard. Yeah. But, you know, like TV is uh, almost like uh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah. You could put any new thing on anybody. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. when or. But when we do a film, because the film doesn't come out sometimes till a year, sometimes yeah. two years after yeah. it's made, yeah. you can't be, oh, I saw that at so-and-so. You, yeah. you have to originalize, I made that word up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your characters. Sure. Yeah, well, I, did a, I did another, after I did Beast of a Nation with Carrie, it was sometime, but I did another show called Maniac. And I had very little prep time. It was Maniac? In, yeah, it was uh, Emma Stone and... Um, Oh my gosh! Why have I gone blank? Um, oh, I'm just blanked out. But anyway, hear, it was, hear, it was yeah. you know it was a um, a Netflix show and it was ten episodes, but there was so many. It was set. It was contemporary, but set in a different time of contemporary. Mm. Different. If there were no cell phones and no computers, but we went to you know we so many different eras. We went to the '90s. We went to. 40s we went you know but i had such a small time that that's where the team i had somebody building back here my very dear friend it's a cutter erica chalia she does a lot of our work we work together a lot and she's wonderful that's great but she we know each other so you well make a lot of the things yeah you try going, yeah. as much as you can but yeah. sometimes getting producers to understand why you need a team to build you can show the cost effectiveness it's just hard more because, seasoned directors yeah. and producers yeah. understand that sure. but um the new the, the, the newer crop of 
uh, they're kind of like want it now. Yeah. And and I understand that. Sure. Instant gratification yeah. is fantastic. I'd yeah. love it too. But sometimes we have to draw things out because we can't get it right yet. Mm. It's going to work, but we need more of this. So yeah. we need, and so it, it's interesting to see how yeah. things are going. And talking to you and finding out about how things work on a set now yeah. or the people you're bringing in to help you yeah. is different than what I than sure. I did. Sure. You know, it's a lot different now. I know, yeah. and it's kind of like, oh my god. Well, the costume houses are so different. I mean, back in the day, you would call up and you would have somebody that assisted you through the costume house, and they would pull for you and help you. And not that I mean, there's wonderful people at costume houses now, but it's just it's it's so busy. Yes, that it's like you can't. There's no way you can expect somebody I'm, to be at your back and call. You know, absolutely. They, to help oh, you all the no. time. They're too busy. But we, you know, we are so busy. We also need to forge those relationships absolutely. with all the different, you know, yeah. and show them who we are. So they have that respect when we do come. They will help us. Sure. Or they will give you the, the yeah. freedom to help you. But yourself. that's also about respecting the clothes, respecting yeah. their policy. Right. And, you know, a give and a take. Eddie's wonderful about that. You know, he understands project to project. He was a, a customer. Sure. So this how having yeah. that relationship and knowing mm-hmm. that um, I'm going to come back. Yeah. You know, you support me. I support yeah. you. And that's every relationship you have, whether it be with a different director or your own team. Yeah. You know, and communication is key. Always being open and really working together and giving, you know, like I said, that safe space. Yeah. And that's that's how I learned. And that's, you know, I'm so grateful for all okay. of that. Uh, so. We could go on and I, on. We could. We could. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I love it. Um, we're going to have to wrap it up. Oh, This is fun. I haven't talked about it in so long. (laughs) I love hearing, Noah, you're terrific. Thank you. And your work is just great. I totally relate to everything you do. Oh, that's so. I do. I feel a kinship with that. I don't know, you know, and Mary, she's a lovely, lovely person. And I hired her for my own film. I know. And because she brought me. Uh, looks yeah, the for, for the Evan Rachel Wood. She was 10 years old at the time. Oh, wow. I know. And and she brought that fringe jacket look and all the things that she was going to go for. Yeah. And I said, she's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. This yeah. girl. Yeah. And so you coming from her, yeah. that's good pedigree. Um, well, um, thank you. Proud. <laughs> Don't forget Rag Band. Yeah. And we so, got to wrap it up. Oh, it was, well, it's been you. great. This has been wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it's an honor. Really, truly is. Thank you. Thank you. But we're gonna, we have to thank Eddie Marks oh. and Rag Vans because here it is, because they service us in the best possible way for our films, for our clothing, for everything. His, the needs are all met within that, that trailer. Yeah, because that's Eddie. Eddie Marks. Thank you. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I want to thank you. Thank you. Because this was great. I have chills. I let you know. It's it's good. No, I love talking to people about what we do. I know. Learning. I know. Still always learning. And I hope, you know, you'll be coming back, I'm sure, (sighs) you know. Well, I hope because so. we sh- only talked about two films. <laughs> done. Try to cover a few more, but yeah, I'll come back okay. always. Love to. Well, designing Hollywood. Yay. Yes. Thank you for having me. 
Yes, and thank you for coming on. And we are going to say bye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>